everyone. Hi, everyone. This is weird. Oh, I feel like I'm not actually recording. Do you promise we're going, Aaliyah? Yeah, you sound weird. Do I sound? What do you mean? <laughs> you sound, like, staticky. Well, let's see if I should pick up my phone. What about now? No, it's just because you're on my iPad. Well, what's up, everybody? Uh, today's a little funky. <laughs> he said, well, anyways, we've tried this. This is this is round two. Um, today, this is the first time we've recorded not together. Yeah. I don't really know how to feel about that. I feel like we've recorded not together before. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. This is the first time we've ever recorded from different places. Yeah. That's sad. Well, happy Thursday. Um, I am at home at my mom's, sitting in my car, because my house is like chaos. Yeah, I'm outside sitting on my balcony because everyone's sleeping. Oh, yeah, and I don't want to. Yeah, my little sister is um, here and visiting. Both my parents have COVID, so she's staying with us for the week, um, and she's sleeping on the couch. She just finished her full first year of grad school at Georgia Tech. She's doing great things, super brain girl. And my older sister, she's just sleeping because rest. Why not? Yeah, and I just got off of work. And you're on the porch. Yeah. I feel like I've been home since Thursday and I don't know why I think this but every time I go home for like a longer period of time for some reason I think I'm a fucking millionaire I don't know why like I take myself like to like some sort of like a shopping excursion every day why every day well I mean treat yourself but well, I was explaining this to my mom because, like, okay, so if you don't know, I have, like, a very big family. So I live with my mom, my mom's partner, Mandy, um, and then four kids. Plus, on top of that, my grandma and my grandpa are here visiting this week. Oh, that is right. They were here so for Mother's Day, like, right? Yeah, really full house. Yeah. So I was explaining it to my mom. I was like, listen, like, when I'm in Columbia, I just leave when I want to leave. Like, I can go a whole entire fucking day without talking to anyone. So it's a lot for me to feel like full-blown family time when I'm here. Yeah. So I feel like it's just kind of like my way of, like, removing myself and kind of, like, getting the alone time. And it just, like, works out that... It's like there's a lot of places to shop around here. I can actually drive here, which is something I can't really do in Columbia. Yeah, um, not properly. Y- yeah, like it's like an enjoyable drive. I mean, you know, you visited, so you yeah. know it's like it's very it's nice. It's like scenic. Yeah. Very nature. So, uh, other than that, how was your weekend in Tybee? My weekend was fantastic. Honestly, it was like food, beach, sleep. Drinking. And drinking, yes. But I was drinking so much water <laughs> because really? I, it was so hot and I didn't want to yeah. get like dehydrated. But Saturday was like hands down the best day. We went to the beach. We were at the beach from like 10 a.m. to about 2 p.m. Um, and there were dolphins and we just got off the water. Yeah, there was like a family of dolphins, like five. And they were oh. just like bobbing through the ocean. And I was just like, can we like run back in so I can swim with the dolphins? <laughs> But we were we were just sunbathing. It was really nice. Um, we were drinking on the beach. We prepped some drinks. We prepped some sandwiches. Um, but I had a lot of fun. It was super relaxing. Very relaxing. And then coming back to work, I was like, Bleh. yeah, did not. Oh, want to I come saw back. you were at Wet Willies. Do you like recommend them? Like, do you like it there? Um, it's. I mean, Wet Willie. They're. They're alcohol slushies. You can taste the alcohol. And that is the yeah. main reason why we went there. Because we were like, we just want to feel something. And yeah, so we yeah, went yeah. there. And I think I got mango, margarita, and watermelon, like, mix. Like a slushie. It oh. was delicious. It was really good. Really? Yeah. It was real good. Okay. Because I've never been. But, like, whenever I've had, like, the, um, they're, like, alcoholic, like, pops. Like, you put in the freezer. They like, have kinda, alcohol like, pops? Squeeze- yeah, they're like the squeezy tube yogurts. I did not know that. Like, yeah, but they're like alcohol infused. But I, I, I don't know. We I should go to Wet Willies when you get back and just okay. go get a slushie. 
Okay. It's, it's good. I wanted to try it, but I'm, like, worried. I'm, like, I don't want to pay an absurd amount of money for a drink. And I Yeah, their feel. slushies are kind of pricey. Oh, and honestly, I think, yeah, it might have been more pricey because we were at the beach, but, like, mm-hmm. for my slushie was, like, eight bucks. Oh, and, like, a medium cup. I didn't even oh, get the okay. cup that screwed on with the fucking straw because I think that's, like, 15. And at that point, you're just paying for the fucking cup. You're not, yeah, even, paying, you're you're not even paying for the drink. You're paying for the fucking cup. Yeah, yeah. But it was really, I had a good time. How was your weekend? It's been good. I think being here sometimes is, like, really good for me to kind of, like... Get away. Yeah, and, like, I think just, like, get perspective on some things. Like, I saw Cole for an hour on Saturday before he left for a month. Like, we we just got, like, breakfast, and that was the first time I'd seen him in two weeks. Saw him for an hour. And is he in D.C. Again. now? Yeah, he's in D.C. That's exciting. And... I haven't really been, like, with any of my friends, obviously, because I'm here. Yeah. Are none of your friends in Fort Mill right now? No. Like, it's literally just me. Um, So it's just been, like, full family time. Okay. Well, that's nice. It is nice, and I think it's been good for me to kind of, like, think about some things. Because I have a lot of changes coming. And, like, I remember, like, I said something to my mom about graduating. And she's like, you know, it's so weird. Like, it never, like, occurred to me to, like, do anything crazy for your graduation because you're going straight to grad school. So it just felt like a- another semester was over instead of, like, you, you graduating. Right. And so I think stuff like that I've just kind of been, like, thinking about and reflecting about a lot of things. And which is why, like, I texted you and was like, hey, like, do you want to do an episode on friendships this week? Because I think that has been, like, one of the main things on my noggin. Uh, because I'm completely removed being here. What about it? Is, ha- what, what about it? Or have you been, like, thinking about? I think, like, like, we mentioned it last week in our Brain Dump episode, which, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. Um, I think, to me, it's like, I... I feel like it's crazy how you and your friends can just be changing so often and you don't even notice it until you sit down and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, it's, I think, I think like, and as you get older, I think it's also like, it's kind of hard for people to like understand and like remember that people are like ever evolving. And so like, you're always changing. And sometimes people change for the better. Sometimes people change for the good. Sometimes people just be living life. And I think also, like, as you get older with friendships, I know I have, like, a bunch of friendships where I don't even, like, talk to them every single day. But, I mean, like, still my friends, still my bestie. Love you down, girl. But you know what I mean? Is it, like, one of those situations or... No, I think it's more like, like, for example, like how we talked about last week when it was, like, you and I... You know, we're, like, inseparable, like, constantly together. And then you get this job, and it's like, okay, now our friendships change. And, like, completely. And we're just as close, but it's, like, that was, like, a glaring way that we, our, our dynamic had to change. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that was, like, a physical thing. But I think now, like, kind of, like, looking ahead and seeing what's about to happen in my life and, like, in the lives of the people around me, I'm just starting to, like, think about... You know, like, what is it to be a friend when you're an adult? You know, because when you're in high school, like, your friends are the people that you're with constantly. Friendship is and so easy in high school. Yeah, because you're always together. You're you always have, with them every single day. Yeah. You see them every and day. same with college sometimes. hmm Because, I mean, you'll either, like, live in the same house or... Or you go to the same parties, you're in the same sororities, you're in the same class. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, so... A couple of my friends are leaving the state. Yeah. A couple of my friends are moving in with other people. One of my friends just had a baby. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, what, you know, what does it mean to be a friend in adulthood? And I don't think a lot of people like talk about that because it's always like, are you a good friend? Are you a good friend? But I feel like the way that you, that you are a friend like changes over time and it stops being about like, that like constant like oh we have to talk every day or like we have to like have a streak on snapchat or like whatever 
it's like, hey, like, what makes a friendship then? Like, a real one. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just been, like, kind of, like, mind-fucking me a little bit. Because I, I just feel like moving in with my boyfriend is, like, kind of, like, a massive thing. And I don't know. Obviously, I'm worried about, like, what does that mean for my friends? Like, how am I still going to see them? And but you have friends that you've had since college but like y'all obviously don't get to see each other Mm -hmm. like that often so like I'm curious to hear from you like like is it about just like the fact that you know that they're ride or die for you or is there like a certain amount that you like to talk like what is the what makes them feel close to you still so I for those who don't know I have my four best bitches um one's name is also Aaliyah Leah for short so we don't get fucking confused but Leah Kendra Taylor and Michaela um and all of us met at USC and I think the main thing that kind of keeps our friendship going is one knowing that they're always there and two just knowing the things that we've been through because in college you go through a lot like I've known them for going on four years maybe five years now I've completely lost track of time um, well, Taylor, I've, Taylor and Kendra, I've known the longest because they joined the sorority that I'm in like a year after I joined. So I've known them for going on four years. But Leah and Michaela, they joined after and I've known them for about two or three. And so we honestly just do girls trips like the in March. They came down. Taylor lives in North Carolina with her boyfriend. She goes to. Um, she's at UNC up there getting her master's. Um, Leah is still here in Columbia, but we both work like all the time. She works later than I do. And then by the time I get off of work, I'm too tired to do a damn thing. Kendra lives in Charleston and she works at a radio station. And so she's constantly busy and Michaela is in the military and she got out of basic not too long ago and she lives in Columbia Camden still but she also has to go away and she goes to Charleston for drill and so like we're never really there's never really a time for us to ever hang out like we have a group message and like we do like weekly check-ins basically we don't talk every single day in the group message but anytime anyone is like feeling away we are constantly messaging each other we're always checking up on each other and like i said we do girls trips all the time so like in march we did st pat's day um we just were together like a couple of weeks ago next month we're going to charleston for three days like we just try to do things to keep our friendship alive and even if we didn't see like there was a whole year that we didn't even see each other and on top of that the fucking pandemic whenever covid was like running her ass through the fucking streets (laughs) and she still is but whenever it was like hard like we didn't see each other like for damn near an entire year and so we i think I, i think it was last year we were like we have to do girls trips like quarterly like we have to do them like every other month every two to three months and so that's what we do we're just like where do we want to go we look up Airbnbs. We figure out the place we want to go. Taylor always comes up with a fucking itinerary. She literally makes it on Canva. And she, like, breaks down our day. She sends it in our group message. And then we meet up. And, I mean, I feel like it was, like, a major shift whenever Kendra left. Because she graduated first. And then um, the rest of us left USC. And whenever all of us, like, went our separate ways. And then whenever COVID happened, we couldn't there was no way for us to really see each other because it was kind of impossible with the way that things were going. The vaccine wasn't out yet. Like nothing was really happening. It was just kind of like everyone was scared and like nervous about this fucking virus that was making her way through the United States and everywhere else. And so we had to like think of different ways to keep our friendship alive. And honestly, I just think that just knowing that I have them in my corner all the time is like, I just know that they're always there. Like, yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to question my friendship with them ever. Like, I never have to qu- question their loyalty. I never have to question whether they have my best interests at heart, like, ever. And I think that's yeah. another thing that I just, I just know that those four people I know will always be my people, no matter what happens, because they have showed that continuously. And yeah. And I think that goes for, like, any friendship, whether you've been friends for, like, two years or ten plus years. Like, you go through things with people. And I think it's about um, overall connection. 
um, meaningful conversations, like shit that matters and not just like going out and fucking partying all the time. Because I mean, it's fun to go out with your friends and party all the time, but that doesn't make a friendship. You know what I mean? Um, And I think if you have like a sustainable friendship that's built off of something, it's easier to maintain friendships, even if you don't get to see each other all the time. Um, And so honestly, that's how my friendship works, like with them. And then my other I've had one friend. Her name is Courtney. Um, She also has a kid, (laughs) Kirk. He's about to turn two next month. And Courtney lives in Lugoff. So she lives like 25 minutes away. And I don't get to see her all the time because she's a whole ass mom. Um, and she has a husband and she has a job and she has a life. And I try to see her like at least once or twice a month, whenever like our schedules line up and she's not busy on the weekends with her family and her husband's family and stuff like that. Like friendships just look different. Like, and I think also like as you age, if you guys didn't know, I'm 28 now, that's weird. And so like, as you age and you get older, I think friendships take a different meaning as well. Um, and like you said, it's not always about like the, the woohoo, hoorah shit that matters. It's like having meaningful conversations, having like meaningful trips, um, checking in on each other, making sure that you guys are good, being like fucking supportive. There was one set in time where like one of my friends and like our friend group, our group chat is called the OGs because the originals, like we're always been like five fucking peas in a pod. And I remember one time, um, Leah was just like, I have to quit this fucking job. And we were literally just like sending her shit on like Indeed. And we were just like, oh, have you tried here? Have you tried here? Have you tried here? Like just constantly being like an actual support system for one another. Um, and so that's what my friendship is with them. And I really, really value their opinion and their friendship and their sisterhood like a lot. Like a hell yeah. of a lot. I think it's like crazy because you are so much older than me. Yeah. And I think that, like, when we hang out, obviously it doesn't, like, I mean, I don't feel like there's a difference. Like, no, I felt out. like if the, I feel like for me, like, if I'm hanging out with you, it, even, like, whenever I hang out with Ashley, because Ashley's 22, and so, she, I think... Yeah, Ashley's 22. She'll be 23 this year. And so, even, like, with Ashley, I'd never... It never crosses my mind that, like, she's five years younger than me, or that she's four years younger than Bria. Like, it never... It never crosses my mind because right. there's a different, you know, there's a different level there. And like whenever we're with each other, I'd never, it never crossed my mind. Like, damn, Jessica was born in the year 2000. <laughs> right. But it does like show, like it does prove to be significant kind of like in the context of this conversation because yeah. I do think that like college is such a. It's a pivotal, t- it's a pivotal time. It is. Yeah. For you to just kind of like figure out like what is important I think kind of and I like looking back like I feel like every year of college I was a different person and even like break it down by semester like I felt like I was constantly changing and now I'm kind of sitting here and this last year I've made like these awesome friends and it almost feels like it's all getting ripped away from me because of life and that's how it goes and like nothing you can do to stop time and honestly like to other people listening because I'm sure there's people who are listening to this who are maybe not necessarily losing friends or graduating college but like you've been in that time where you feel distant Mm -hmm. and you don't feel like you know you feel like things are changing quickly but I don't know I feel like I'm starting to realize that for me the way I am a friend is like I just want them to know that I'm there but I have to also prioritize me for the first time in my life, which is like really not something I've ever. You have to done. put you first, and I think that that was hard for me too for a long period of time, like putting myself first because I'm a like very much like a people person, and I like to make sure that especially the people around me are good, and so I like. And I still do sometimes put others before myself, but it came a point, I think whenever I was like 25, I was like, Aaliyah, you cannot, you cannot keep doing this. I wish I would have done it a lot earlier in life, but you have to still put yourself first, especially whenever you're going through like big changes, like moving in with different friends, moving in with boyfriends, moving in with any fucking body, graduating from college, starting new jobs, like moving to a different city or state, like 
you have to different things happen and you have to make sure that you're good first and if your friends are truly your friends then they'll also make sure that they're good first but also still check in on you and make sure that all is going well on your end and they'll make efforts to see you even if they don't live like 30 minutes away or whatever like still making like an actual effort to be there and to be a friend yeah I think like for me and I feel like a lot of people kind of like go through this it's like I you're you have to make these transitions where sometimes like in college especially like your friendships are number one priority because you're going out and you're partying and you're having all this fun and then now I'm sitting here like okay so now it's time to focus on me yeah that I think is the confusing part for a lot of people and why people talk about adulting and friendships as being like this weird space because when you're a kid everything's a lot more communal because let's say like even if you're in a high school space like you're all in one very controlled environment when you're out in the real world everybody has their own controlled environment and it has to be about putting yourself first but then there's like there's not a lot of people talking about okay so when you're an adult you have to put yourself first but then what does that mean for your people you know how does that friendship evolve from times where you could be together every fucking day to now oh shit should do we have to schedule a phone call like those types of changes i don't think a lot of people talk about because it's really uncomfortable and kind of awkward yeah to like make that switch and i think for the first time i'm starting to go oh my god what do i do you know i can't my dog bandit said bye bandit wiley not the government. Hey guys, uh, this is a really real episode as well, like two for two right now. Excuse he's all the way over there. Well, listen guys, we're trying here. Bandit Wiley! <laughs> if you hear the dinging, well, I'm sorry, it's notifications. Huh? Do you want to pause our audio here? He's yeah. really uh, aboard of the mission. Hold please. Bandit! Okay, and Bandit is back inside. <laughs> Bandit made it safely back inside. Yes, no, honestly, guys, I'm sitting in my car, like outside my house, and I just see him escaping. And I'm like, (laughs) and for the longest time, he was like inching towards my car. I'm like, okay, if he gets any farther, I'm gonna have to get out. If he gets any farther, I'm gonna have to get out. And this was going on like for 10 minutes while we were talking. And I'm just like watching him like slowly make his way towards my car. And I'm like, fucking hell. (laughs) How did he get out? I don't know. I don't know, but he just went in my neighbor's yard. I was like, all right, that's it. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> You've gone too far, sir. You've He's pressed your far. luck. I just had to go chase him, and you know when dogs do the thing where they know what you're going to do? And they're so just like, said, oh, it's time to play. Now we're going to yeah, play. Yeah, they're like, okay, so this is tag. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It's actually this not fun, tag. Actually. <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, I think today I want to talk about friendship because it's like, how do I, how does anyone be an adult friend? Yeah. And also, like, how do you know which friends, and this is going to sound really harsh, but I guess I'm being honest today. How do you know what friends come with you into different phases of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we've touched on this briefly, but I don't know. I kind of want today to be another, like, informal, like, let's just talk it through. Um, because along the way, there are definitely friends that I think I've lost. Um, And it's not always, and this is the other thing, it's not always, like, some big, messy, like, you know, like, fight, dramatic-ass, like, situation, and then, okay, now we're not friends. Like, a lot of times, like, you're just growing apart, Mm -hmm. and those things sometimes naturally just sort of fall to the wayside. And so what I would tell anyone listening to this is, like, if you notice that certain friendships of yours are starting to be a little bit more distant and a little bit less, like, close, I would ask yourself, like, do you need to save it? Like, is that something that you need to save? Or is time kind of helping you clean up some loose ends on its own? Yeah. And I think I've had, I've had plenty of friendships that have fallen to the wayside to the point where we don't even talk anymore. And it was no like bad blood or anything else like that. You just kind of like drift away from people. And I don't know. I think, and then I think also how, you know, it you it's time to like let go of some people it's just whenever they don't 
not fit your path, but whenever they just are on a different path than you, which isn't like a terrible thing, like still call and still check on them and everything else and do your due diligence to make sure that, you know, they're still good. Um, but I think sometimes those friendships that weren't as maybe like solidified, um, especially if they're people that you met, like within like your last year or two of college or that you just met in the last year and then you go through like a very like significant change like they're probably not always going to be there and then again they might like you never know and I think not even like you don't have to ghost anybody but just seeing how the cards play out um and if they play out well and if you know they're reciprocating and it friendships are just like relationships like reciprocation with friendships is like super important so you can't yeah. be you can't be the only person that's being a friend to them they also have to be a friend to you back and I think yeah. that's another way to also realize whenever you know maybe this person isn't going to be following me like maybe our friendship isn't going to be like upheld for the rest of my life and that's okay because at the end of the day people come and go um, and that is another, like, really hard thing for pe- some people to grasp. Um, and that's a conversation that I actually had with my mom, like, a long time ago. And she would, literally was just like, friends come and go. Um, but the friends that do stay are the people that will be in your life forever. And I think I met those four people in college. And I met, like, a lot of people like that through Target that I feel like I know will always be like my friends for the rest of my life and I know they will always be in my circle and then there's also people that I have met and they've come and gone but the friendship that we had at that time it was beneficial for me and beneficial for them and it was a true friendship but sometimes it doesn't always hold it doesn't always stick and that's okay yeah I think what kind of sticks out to me while you're talking about this is like this is like I'm going to use an analogy because it wouldn't be an episode without Jessica using analogy, right? Of course, it wouldn't be life without you using about an analogy. Like a king or a queen, right? They have to, they should, in a perfect world, I'm not talking about the reality of politics because truly that's like a whole other thing, but in theory, right, a king or a queen loves everybody that's in their like realm or whatever, their kingdom, their space, they love everyone. They trust very, very few people, right? And there's always people who don't want them in power. Yep. And I think that's a really good analogy for life because it's like, in my opinion, I was telling a friend this the other day. She was talking about some stuff that she was feeling, and I said, I was like, listen, never feel bad for caring about someone else. Like, that is never something that you need to feel bad about. Um, whether that person's in your life or not in your life whether that person did you dirty or didn't do you dirty like whatever like it's okay to care Mm -hmm. it's okay to have a lot of love to give I'm one of those people that's very um, upfront with you know who I am in my time and I am very loving and very nurturing Um, and then there's like that other layer of okay these are the people I actually trust like these are the people that get me on a very unfiltered level Mm -hmm. and that group I think is where a lot of us get tripped up because we want to trust people that have not given us a reason to not trust them Mm -hmm. but what I'm learning is like there are only so many people who are going to be in your life that very much align with your values your beliefs your lifestyle and I think it's important, like, when we're looking at our friends to understand, like, okay, like, you and I disagree on a fundamental level of, like, our values. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't get all of you that you have to give. And I think that part of always love people, but be very selective, I think, about who you keep close. Because those people are, in turn, like, what you become like you are an average of the five people you spend the most time with yeah and that's like a scary thing that people need to understand is like you are going to become an average of the people you spend the most time with so be very careful about who those people are and who you give in your energy to yeah because if people disagree with you on fundamental levels i'm not talking about like of course you can disagree of course you have difference of opinion but let me like break it down like let me do something tangible so like let's say that 
you know, you, here's a a good example. Let's say that when you go to the gym and you take, like, ass pics or whatever, like, your progress pics of you in the gym, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you love that, whatever, and you have a boyfriend. Like, imagine having somebody in your very close circle that thinks girls who do that with a boyfriend are whores, right? Like, think about that. Imagine having a friend who thinks that because you post ass pictures on Snapchat or whatever that are your progress pics from the gym, and because you have a boyfriend that makes you, like, looking for attention, a hoe, whatever. Yeah, attention-seeking, all of that. That's, like, an example. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know you have someone very close to you that doesn't agree with something that you do, something that you don't see a problem with. Mm -hmm. And that's just a small example of, like, the kind of things that can become really big issues in your friendships if you're not kind of, like, aware of what is going on. Yeah don't agree with what you do or who you are Mm -hmm. or at least uh, some aspect of it yeah and it's okay to not agree but it's like what's important to you like are you around people who are overly critical of parts of yourself that you're like fuck you i'm not changing that like that's just who i am like that's what i want to do that's who i want to be you know like can you compromise if you know that someone in your very close circle thinks that you're x y or z for being that way Mm -hmm. i don't know I had to have a conversation with one of my friends and she was telling me about this friend that she has and I don't necessarily think that she's a good person. I don't necessarily care for her like at all. Maybe she sees something in her friend that I don't obviously because she knows her and has been knowing her for a long time. But like she commented on my friend's like body image and like that for instance like did not sit well with me like at all. And so I feel like whenever you also have friends, like you said, that are like critical, like highly critical over whether it's like what you post on Snapchat, Instagram, how you look, how you like carry yourself, especially if they don't have those same problems that you have. And if they have never had those problems that you have, if they say things that are a red flag to you, it's probably not someone that you need in your circle. And you can't really convince people, especially whenever it's like outside looking in. You can't really convince people like, I don't really think that this person is for you or I don't think that this person is your friend, like your real friend, because if they were a real friend, they wouldn't be criticizing you on how you look in a dress or in a bikini or in a pair of jeans or whatever the case may be like. Yeah. Your friend should be there making you feel good about yourself. Your friend should be there hyping you up. Your friend should be there as just fucking support (laughs) whenever you need it or whenever you need that pick me up you like if you have a friend that always is asking you like do do I look okay in this or do I look good in this you should never be annoyed (laughs) like you should be there to make sure that they know that they look good and so that they feel good and that they're confident in themselves and I feel like sometimes like whenever you're friends with like other women they I don't know I'm not friends with like too too many i most of my friends are women but i also have friends who are men but most of my male friends are gay (laughs) but i mean even like with friends whether they're gay straight male female whatever like you just need to make sure that you have people that are in your circle that are consistent um and how they make you feel um and how they talk to other people is also super important because if they talk to other people like they're crocs of shit what makes you think they won't talk to you like you're a crock of shit Well, that's the other thing, too. It's, like, that kind of, like, blends in what we were talking about before, which is, like, adult friendships do not have the same kind of, like, immediacy as a college friendship or a high school friendship. And it's kind of the same thing where you're thinking about it. You're, like, let's say you're kind of, like, moving out of that space of, like, okay, I'll get to see you every day, which is the uncomfortable place that I found myself currently, Mm -hmm. which is that, like, in-between it's like, well, whenever you do speak to your friend or you do go out of your way to call them or whatever, like, what kind of an interaction is that going to be like for you? You know, I think especially when you can't be so immediate, it's really important to think about how do my interactions with this person leave me feeling? Mm-hmm. You know, like, especially now that we can't, we, I don't have, let's say, 100 opportunities in a month to get a positive interaction, whatever. Like, if you're only speaking once a week, what, how does that interaction leave you feeling? Yep. Because I have a friend that she is a collegiate softball player. And we hardly talk. 
like we will talk occasionally when we can but like she's a nursing student and a collegiate athlete so she actually doesn't have a life yeah and on top of that he does long distance yeah so it's all it's understandable like we don't see each other whatever but I feel like we get closer every time I see her and I think what the bottom line is for that friendship for me is it feels very non-comparative like I've never had that friendship where I felt like I needed to back, like level up to her or compare to her in some way mm-hmm. I didn't feel like we were in competition with one another um, and I think that was a huge moment for me I'm like huh like that's weird you know because when you're in high school and you're a little younger and you're like well, she got 250 likes on her selfie but I only got like 217 and you have that level of like comparativeness mm-hmm. I don't think it's always a bad thing but I think it's something to notice I think it's all about no- noticing like what each friendship kind of like adds to your life and what they take away and that's yeah. going to be different for friendship yeah. you know and I and since you brought that up Whenever your friends, especially, like, women that are friends with other women, your friendships should never be, like, competition. Like, who looks the best? Right. Who's doing this the best? Who's reaching all of their, like, career goals? Who's not? Like, I don't... A friendship shouldn't be that. And if you have a friend that's like that, please drop that bitch. Because she is not your friend. She's honestly just probably friends with you because it makes her look better. Or she's preying on your downfall or doesn't really care where you go in life. Like, you should never have friends where you feel like you're in a competition to level up or one up one another a friendship I've never had a friendship like that ever in my life yeah I feel like I've had to I feel like I need to one up my friend or I feel like my friend is trying to one up me I've I've never experienced that I'm glad I've never experienced that but if you are experiencing that I know that shit can suck um and you should not have to deal with that you really should not well I feel like I I feel like it's very subconscious in a way. And this also might be a difference between us, like, because of our age. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, for me, I think it was so subconscious with a lot of people when I was in, like, high school or maybe even college of because it was the age of social media. Because we were, I think, 13 when we had Instagram and Snapchat. So it a lot younger. And so I think it became a very subconscious thing of like got more instagram social likes. media is a bitch yeah and so i think it's took a lot of self-awareness for me to go okay we're not in competition like we are two different people like just because you look like this and i don't just because you have something that i don't doesn't mean like i'm any less of a, of person. a person and i think it's okay to like reverse that within your friendships I don't think that means you have a bad friendship I think that means you know you have some reflecting to do and and that there's nothing wrong with that like if you find yourself in these like habits of comparative behavior with your friends like that's okay that's very much what social media preps us to do is to compare ourselves and to try and outdo each other and it's really difficult to like break out of that but I think the older I've gotten the easier it's gotten um but I was definitely that way, I think, when I was younger. It was, like, wanting to look like them, wanting to be as smart as them, wanting to be this, wanting to be that, wanting to have that bag. Um, and you kind of get older, you're like, hold on, I kind of, like, don't want to feel like that around yeah. people that I... And, and around people can... that you're around all the time. Like, that, yeah. that shit can get depressing. And that honestly can put people in really depressive states without them knowing that they're in depressive states. Like, if you feel like you can't amount up to somebody, you don't. My dad always told me, life is not a race. <laughs> life is not yeah. a race. And he had to continue to tell me that whenever I was in undergrad because my undergrad experience was very different than most of my friends. Like, I went to a two-year and played tennis and school just was not... It, it just wasn't on my mind. Like, it, I like a major wasn't on my mind, nothing like that. I was just trying to get my prereqs, trying to play my sport and go to USC. And so whenever, like, two years happened, because whenever I got to USC, I basically had to, like, start from scratch, not with my prereqs, but with my major. And I was still there for four years. And after two years, like, I was a sophomore at USC, and all of my friends from high school, like, graduated. And I was just like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I not doing? And that was really hard for me, too. My dad was like, life is not a race. Like, you should never be racing to catch up with someone because you're only hurting and diminishing yourself at the end of the day because 
the person that you're racing isn't really ever aware that you're racing them. Sometimes they're just rooting for you to get through whatever you're getting through. And I feel like people really put themselves in a bind and it really hurts them without them knowing that it's hurting them whenever they think of life and friendships like that. And that can be super detrimental to someone's mental or just in general to your growth as a person. Like you can't treat life like it's a race. You can't treat friendships like it's a race. You can't do that. You have to take your time because if you rush things, we had a mental health forum today at work. It was so good. I forgot to tell you about it. It was, it was so good. It was great. Um, I had a really good conversation with one of the guys who works in inbounds. His name was JR. And he was just talking about how, you know, people compare themselves to others a lot in life. And you have to take a step back and just stop judging yourself so terribly. You have to take a step back and just think about what you want for yourself. You have to take a step back and grow up. You have to take a step back and reevaluate people you have in your life for you to properly grow because people don't properly grow whenever they have people in their lives that are holding them back from growth. And that's hard to come to terms with a lot of the time too, whenever it comes to friendships and just people you have in your circle and having that realization like, because mm, I've had that realization like maybe this person isn't really who I thought they were or who I thought they were going to be for me. And you have to take the initiative to drop whoever that person is and to move on with your life and carry forward with people that are positive forces. Yeah, I think that is so important to say about like the race of it all because we're all so different and life, like for example, like I have friends who have obviously gone through things in their life but if you look at it on like a giant level, like I went through some really, really bad shit in my childhood, right? So like mentally and emotionally, obviously I am ahead because that's just what happens when you go through shit. Yeah. And I have friends who are like, and, and they'll be honest, like I've never experienced depression. I've never experienced any, you know, sort of an anxiety, whatever. And I'm like, honestly, good for you. Yeah. But everybody has time where they have to grow. And so everything is completely on its own trajectory like nothing is comparable but what we do a lot of times is like people don't really hold us back we hold ourselves back because we're so busy examining our own insecurities and placing them on other people um and like i'll give an example of that like i think for a lot of my life i would compare myself to whatever friend i had at the time and whatever they that friend had that i didn't I would like put that on them and hold myself back and like not tap into all the things that I already was because like I couldn't get guys the way this girl could get guys or this girl was so much funnier or this girl was so much prettier or whatever and I would like stun myself and make myself really small because I was putting my own insecurity on them. Yeah. So they didn't hold me back. I held my own damn self back because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to believe that I was anything but less than what they were. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair either. Yeah, it's not. But so many of us do that. You know, it's like, it's so much easier to like place our insecurities on people around us that we perceive have it all together. But because they also most have of the time they don't. <laughs> right, no one does. You no know? one has it all and together. look at you the same way going, oh, like Aaliyah has whatever. And like, I don't have that. And so then you were like pushing you know, insecurities on Aaliyah, but then Aaliyah's like, oh, but I don't have this. And so it all ends up being one big fucking nightmare where everybody wants what somebody else has, and then we all become comparative little bastards who are mean to each other. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard to have friends, like, especially as you get older, because people are growing at such different paces. And, that, you know, I and that's literally okay. Friends. Yeah, like, like you could be single now or you could be in a relationship now and like I have friends who are like well you know like I'm 22 like I really should start looking and I'm like but you don't have to you literally have nothing but you have nothing but time yeah nothing but time time. you could be 30 and be single and you have nothing but time you still have a life to live you still have people to meet you still have experiences and events in your life that are that still have to be met and you can't sit here and be like oh I don't have a boyfriend or oh I don't have this or whatever, like whatever it is that you think you should have at that point, whatever you don't have at this point in your life, it's not meant for you to have right now. 
it is not in your it's not your that's not your purpose right now it could be your purpose in two years and that's fantastic but it's not your purpose at this point you just have to look at the things that you have in your life and find your own purpose and make your own way and create your own path off of what you have because what you have could be very beneficial but if you waste time and spend time thinking about all the things that you don't have and all the things that other people do have you're only stunting your own growth you're only like you said holding yourself back and I think people realize that sometimes whenever it's a little bit too late um, and they're just like, oh, boy, I wasted like my whole I wasted all of my 20s worried about things that I have or don't have that other people do. Now what? Well, now what you have to do, Miss Girl, is get your shit together, pick it all up and truck forward and make goals in life and achieve those goals. And then you'll have everything that you actually need and nothing that you're craving because whatever you need in life will come to you no 100 percent. like i think right now what's kind of coming to mind as you're saying that is moving in with cole next month and that's kind of what's coming up for me as you're talking and i think it's because a lot of times like i think i've kind of have imposter syndrome a little bit and because I am doing something that not well, two of my friends are hearing someone on a tricycle no there's this man who has this really old truck listen up you guys because he does this every fucking day he has this really old truck and there's speed bumps in my apartment complex and he goes over those speed bumps and his brakes and his whatever the bounce that happens with your car fucking terrible and on top of that his car is really old and really fucking loud and so whenever he revs up his car to go speeding over these fucking speed bumps it sounds like a tricycle who that needs to be greased so you're probably no, that's tricycle yeah it does every morning he does that at 5 a.m that's horrific yeah and it smells horrific as well just nothing but gasoline yeah. coming from that truck Yo. so sorry if you hear that but go ahead jess <laughs> no honestly I, what i was gonna say is like i have two friends who are married with kids and then the rest of them are very like post-grad or like 20s figuring shit out along the way and now i'm like okay so i'm gonna go live with my boyfriend and go to grad school and like do this damn thing and it's a very different path and i think that's what's giving me a lot of imposter syndrome of like should i be doing this like why do i why do i feel like my life is so much different than my friends and i think that is kind of like how i feel right now but i'm so excited and it feels so right for me that i'm just going for it mm -hmm. and, and i should. think that's what's made me reflect so much it's like oh my god like i I'm so excited to like be take this next step with someone that I plan on spending the rest of my life with and focus on our relationship, which I haven't been able to do for three years, and enjoy the friendships that I have and like just go into it. And I think that's kind of like what's made me reflect so much is like I just want to do what I want to do and out of myself because I've worked my ass off to get here and. I think I'm really bad at that. And I think that's why I have imposter syndrome. I'm really bad at going like, hey, Jess, good fucking job. <laughs> like know? that TikTok, bitch, you doing a this good job. Bitch, yeah. you doing a good job. And all my friends have been so supportive about Cole and I living together and so, like, amazing. And I love my friends. And now I'm like, and I know they're going to support me. Mm -hmm. And it's just a weird time in life to be like, oh, my God, we're all changing. And going and doing our different things, like Aaliyah and I's friend uh, Caitlin just took a job in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just life. It gets a little weird. Missouri's a very <laughs> Missouri's a far ways away. But then again, you have to think like your friendship with Caitlin. If that friendship is sustainable, you will make trips. Oh, or she will make trips. Well, I don't know why she would want to come back to South Carolina, but other than friends. Maybe then she'll come visit. Well, we have the same birthday, so, you know, we have to tear it up for our birthday. Exactly. So then, like, whenever you have friends that, like, move away and are in other places than you, bitch, travel. That is an mm -hmm. excuse to go a different place that you're not used to being. I love whenever my friends don't live here. <coughs> that gives me an excuse to go all over the world and travel and experience new things and see new places. So I think it's just weird. It's a weird time for me, I think, to like yeah. realize it's happening. It's here, and and this is it. Yeah, you know, this Been is the there. part where we do our own thing. Yeah.
and we talk when we can, and we see each other when we can. And I don't know, this is the only thing that's made me feel about graduate. Like, and that's not, very like, real. And I, th- I was having um, whenever I was in undergrad at USC, I was in a service sorority, and I was a membership director, which just means that you take in all the girls at Rush, you teach them all the things about the sorority, and whatever the hell, and then you just watch them grow. And more, ha- the rest of them just graduated. I think it was eight of them that just graduated, and right. all of them are in this state of like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, they're like, I don't have a job yet. Some of them do, and I'm so proud of them. Some of them listen to the podcast, and I'm so, so, so proud of you guys for graduating and finding your path in life and getting new jobs. And if you're one of my babes that have not found a job, bitch, congratulations on graduating because that is a very big milestone in life. And you just, I think it's a, like you said, like we said at the very beginning, whenever you graduate and whenever you leave undergrad it is a very pivotal time and a lot of shit changes and you change that is the main thing that changes and you just have to be ready for everything that there is to come and everything that life has to offer it's a brand new chapter or a brand new book depending on how long your book is look at me with my analogies um and you just have to be super ready to start something new and be open to new experiences and sometimes those experiences take some time but it is not a race me friends it's not a race we're all on different mountains and when we get to the top we can all wave at each other mm-hmm. you know and i think that's how we have to look at it we're all on our own mountain and we're all going to get to the top at different times but we all will make it to the top you're going to make own. it. You're going to get well, there. For uh, sitting here with me today and Aaliyah today uh, from separate places. Sorry um, for the noise. I just had to be outside. It's really nice outside. And like I said, my younger sister's sleeping in the living room and I don't want to wake her. <laughs> sorry about my band's an intermission. Um, <laughs> for real, we keep it humble. Uh, we, we don't have a team. And honestly, it doesn't make sense for us to edit these things out and make it sound like it's produced. Y'all know it's not. (laughs) You guys know know the truth. (laughs) But yeah, so there will be, and I think we're only going to miss one week because when we record next Monday, I leave on Wednesday. Yes. So that will be the last uh, week and then we won't record until the last week of May. We won't record the last week of May. I will record while I'm gone. I think you should do that, too. We can both vlog-style podcasts, like, through our week, and then put it all together and whatever, and then we'll be back in June. Okay. We can brainstorm that, because I have no idea what that's going to look like, but... See? Now now we're being honest again. This is us <laughs> having a brainstorm. I have no clue what that's going to look like, but yeah. it could be fun. Well, again, thank you guys for being here. Um, thank you for the love. Thank you for everyone who bought the sweatshirt. Keep shopping. Um, I'm really proud of it. Aaliyah loves it too. So, yeah, I think that's all we have today. I'm about to go watch Jamie play softball. I'm about to go see Baby and Bria. Oh, my God. Tell them I say hi. I will. I'm so excited. I have not seen Bria since she was in the hospital. So I haven't seen her in, like, a full week. Okay. Well, give her a hug for me. I will. All right. Well, it's unscripted. It is unapologetic. It's Unlicensed Podcast. Bye. Bye.